It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As we've done every Saturday this season, a special edition of Locked On Auburn, Charlie Five and me, Zach Blackerby, host after the game basketball on ESPN 106.7. Here it is. All right, Zach Blackerby, Kyle Rush here with you after the game basketball here on ESPN 106.7 presented by Baumhauer's Victory Grill. We are recapping Auburn basketball's loss on the road in Gainesville to the Florida Gators, 63-62. to Kyle, it came down to literally the last millisecond there. Um, and it, it took so much for Auburn to get into that situation, and then they get the ball with seven seconds left, and they, um, I mean, I don't know if Wendell panicked or or what, but Wendell Green had the ball um, with seven and a half seconds left, quickly got it down, you know, stood at the top of the key, and then it seems like he froze for a second, attempted a Man. weird pass down low to Kessler, and the, the time ran out. Total, totally. That's uh, and he did it in the first half too. He did it at the he did it at the end of the first half. He did it at the end of the second half. He did it at the end of the Arkansas game. Um, it's like we we just completely panic. Um, I wish Zip had the ball right there. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I wish Zip had the ball, bringing it down uh, with something designed for him to be able to get the ball to somebody else other than uh, Wendell because late late game possessions. Uh, he, he struggles. Well, it felt very similar to the end of the Arkansas game. And I kind of yeah. wonder if he had a flashback where it's like, oh, well, that didn't work. I don't need to do that again. But you also have to have the awareness that, okay, there's no other option. It's it, you got to put a shot up. I mean, it's one of those situations where, like, at the end of a football game and, you know, the quarterback throws a Hail Mary 20 yards out of the end zone. It's like you got you, you to put something in the air just to give it a, sh- uh, a chance. Yeah, I mean – Shoot! I mean, shoot it from the logo. If if that's what if that's what you're gonna do, it's like, better than what you just did. It's better than what we just did. It's like we try. It looked like we were really trying to get Jabari a look, and uh, it got a, a little caught up in the wash. And if you're bringing if you're bringing the ball down the floor, you got to know what all the options are. Yeah, you got to know. Okay, if Jabari gets hung up, maybe there's somebody else that should be open in that situation. You look there, and then if that's not there, you know it's you. With seven and a half seconds left, you have to know that. And have to. It wasn't up. That was not executed. You even had a timeout, like to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, it's just which is rare. Well, Auburn has been really good this year, um, with inbound plays, and I know this may not technically fall into that, but still coming off of an inbound, you bring them down the floor. You had something drawn up, but no dice. So, no. Um, you know that that last play, much similar to you know the last play when Auburn lost on the road to Arkansas. Um, who's now taken on Tennessee uh, as we speak currently. But, you know, the the real reason Auburn lost is because of turnovers and yes. because they did not shoot well. I mean, obviously it's easy to look at that last play, but, you know, Auburn turned the ball over 17 times. They did not do well. Uh, well, actually, a lot of their stats are better than Florida's, but the turnovers are such a big deal. Yeah, And then they did not shoot well, from three in regards to you know what Florida did from three, Auburn went five of fourteen, which is okay. It's thirty six percent. Auburn has done much worse this season and looked better. Yeah, um, but Florida went ten of twenty five, which is forty percent. That's remarkable. Seven of twelve in the second half. Yeah, that's tough. That's the difference. And I feel like there were like four or five in a row there that really kind of lengthened that lead out to where it felt like you know with five or so minutes left. 
that was probably too much. Yeah. And then Auburn did so much to fight and claw back into it. You hate that it ended that way with, you know, without a shot with the ball in the air. You know, I'm just going to, I don't want to be too negative, but Florida's not a very good basketball team. They're not a very good offensive basketball team. And as bad as we played in the first half, uh, turnovers, uh, indecision, poor shot selection, as bad as we played, they should have been ahead of us by 15, 20 points. Uh, any any good if we're playing a good team and we play like that in the first half, yep. we're down by twenty going into half. It was just that was just I don't know what it is about going to Florida. It's just that was just incredibly bad basketball, and I've been I've been nervous for about a month because we do not seem to be peaking like Bruce Pearl teams typically do yeah. at the end of the season. We have been we have been we've had a a good game a complete game against Alabama at home but every game it just seems like we're either uh, down early we're battling back or we uh, we're down by t- down to teams like Vanderbilt that we shouldn't be down to and uh, we just don't we play sloppy we're playing sloppy basketball in, in a time where we need to be playing a whole lot better right right and you know Auburn's got an incredible resume so even with this loss. They should be a one seed. You kind of got to look at Kentucky and say, okay, is there a chance that Kentucky takes it away from them down the stretch here? And and we'll have to see. If Auburn takes care of business the rest of the way, it's going to be fine. If they go to um, Knoxville a week from now and secure a win against Tennessee, like that, uh, you're you're taken care of. You're the one seed in the SEC tournament. You're going to get that double bye regardless. Probably. There's still some things that go wrong for you to lose that double bye, but you're probably going to get it. Sure. Um, But... I mean, this this is just one of those things where it's like once again, you know, we asked this after Auburn lost to Arkansas, but it's like, what can you get from this loss? And you know, Auburn fans all over the place, and I, I don't subscribe to this, but so many people were saying this. It's like Auburn needs just a few losses going into the SEC tournament, which is a weird thing to say, but you know, you agree with me. I mean, yeah. every, everybody has said this. Sure. Um, so like it's happening, you know. This is this is what a lot of Auburn fans were asking for, you know, to take the pressure off or whatever that could be. But if you don't look at these losses and find a way to get better offensively, it doesn't matter. Absolutely, you got to be. We have to be. It's like we have to be so much better on offense. Like right now, nobody is hitting threes but Jabari. Uh, we're not getting open looks. It seems like all. I mean, it seems like all of our stuff is off, like a cleanup off of a shot or. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we, we dominate them points in the paint, I believe, uh, which is, which is good, but it's like, man, yeah, everything was, looks uh, like nothing looks like it's like we're drawing up plays and, and it's, it's mostly like just backyard basketball. It seems that way anyway. Yeah. It was uh 26 to 14 points yeah. in the paint. So, which is interesting because I feel like Auburn got really pushed around in this game. But when it came to scoring down low, they were able to do it at a higher clip than Florida. But you mentioned nobody being able to shoot threes right now. KD was 0 for 3. Jabari was 4 or 5, which is, you take that, that's actually ridiculous. And then you have to ask the question, why did he only shoot 5? Um, Kessler made the only one that he made. And then Wendell went 0 for 5. He hasn't hit a 3 in a month, it seems like. Uh, it seems like that. And I think I actually think he did okay in Vandy, but you know that's that's Vandy, and you're at home, you know. Exactly. So a little exactly. Different. A little different, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it almost seems like now, if Jabari's not shooting it close to 20 times, you got to ask like, what in the world's going on here? Yeah. I mean, we're not getting the production 
We're not getting the production from our guards, from KD, from Wendell, uh, the points like that, uh, you know, points coming off the bench. We're not getting those points that we need right now, that we've had all, all seemingly all year. Uh, they're just they're they're drying up. They're not there, and uh, you know, Allen's still struggling offensively. We don't get really anything out of Allen offensively. So, um, I mean, here's 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 another stat. Okay, we shot. Um, we shot 20 free throws. Uh, Jabari shot 11 of them. Like, we're not even getting to the line. Like, we can't get to the line. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy. He's the only person that can get, get to the line and, and, get, and get some free shots. And he hits a vast majority of them. But, like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's sort of um, – it's getting a little, little nerve-wracking. Like, I, I, don't, you, I don't have any fear that – uh, I don't have any fear that we're like not going to make the tournament or that we're not going to be a one or two seed in the SEC tournament. But it's like you got a banner on the line. You know, you got a, yeah. a, a share. How about how about right now? How about a share of a title? Like, are, is that even? I mean, that's that's not necessarily uh, saying like at this point in time. Let's just take it. Let's let's see if we can get a share of a title. This loss hurts bad. It it does it does hurt you. It does hurt you. Um. With you, when you got Old Miss coming up, which is at home, yeah. So like, you feel good about that one. Um, you go to Knoxville, but it's going to be tough. You go to Starkville, yes. That's and, not going to be an easy game. And then you wrap up things at home against South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you could easily, you could easily, uh, I mean, you could easily drop two of those last four, and now you're sitting at four losses, and. We really would have been should have been pulling harder for Alabama to win that game today, with Kentucky not having their two starting guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, it's ah uh, man, this was this was it, it. Just feels like it just kind. Of, I don't know why it feels this way, but it just feels like it's sort of slipping away. Uh, uh, possibly. I mean, the the big thing to me is you, you got to figure out the offense. Yes, gotta and have to. I felt so much better about the offense. After Wednesday night's game against Vanderbilt, because Auburn could have scored 100, but they just quit playing once they were up 20. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you know, despite starting down 11 nothing, like I think everybody watching that game is like, Auburn's going to win this game just by how much. And, you know, they, they opened a can of it, and it was, it was fun to watch in the second half once they got things moving. It's like, okay, is this the start of it? Is yeah. this the start of this offensive surge that this team needs and what we've seen Bruce Pearl teams do in the past? And then they go on the road, and it's like, up, oh, you know, Auburn teams away from Auburn Arena. You know, that that seems to, yeah. that seems to kind of be the caveat, the weakness of of what they have going on. So, to me, it's can you take anything out of this game if you're a part of this coaching staff or one of these players and say, okay, what can we look at and learn from to make the offense better? Because it's a similar situation what happened in Arkansas. Arkansas, they were a little bit colder yeah. than what happened here. They still did silly things with the basketball. And, you know, I know some of like the folks that are really into analytics are saying, like, hey, you know, Auburn's Auburn's turning the ball over, but like compared to other college teams, like it's it's just this is a college basketball team. You're gonna turn the ball over ten times. Like, yeah, okay, that's cool. That's fine. But we're talking about winning a championship here. Like this is the number two team in college basketball was. It's probably gonna drop to four or five at this point. But like you know, this is a team where it's like it's it's pretty much to the point where like it's Elite Eight or Final Four or championship or bust at this right. point. Right. And so they don't need to be turning the ball over ten times. Again, no. I don't care what the analytics say, especially seventeen against a Florida team that's not very good. 
Absolutely. Long guards that can press our guards and keep us from being able to get in the, you know, the high ball screen flex motion type offense really bog us down because we don't really move very well without the basketball and we don't pass the ball. We don't, we don't move the ball through the air very well either. It's a lot of dribble drive, penetrate, dish uh, type offense motion that way. Uh, so when they extend out, we've got to figure out what to do when we have we face longer guards that can put pressure on our guards away from the basketball and half court away from the goal in uh, half court sets because that just completely we don't seem to know what to do with that. Well, that to me is the difference. Like when Zepp is at the one and when Wendell's at the one, but Zepp played 18 minutes today. Yeah, he got a little bit in foul trouble. Uh, he got two quick fouls to get to three in the yeah. second half, and he sat a very long time. Right. Yeah. Nope, you're absolutely right. Hey, we'd love to hear from you. Are we overreacting to what's going on from this game? Are we not you know, reacting one way enough? Let us know. 334-321-1390. After the game, basketball is presented by our friends at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. And a lot of folks watching the game at Baumhauer's today, and I'm sure they're bummed that their Auburn Tigers lost. But at least they get the great food at Baumhauer's to comfort them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The greatest. Yeah. Yeah, pizza, calzones, coal fire oven. Let's go. Right. Give it to me. I want I want a tub of marinara and a calzone right now. I just want to bathe in it. Absolutely. More ATG basketball coming up. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Zach and Kyle here with you on yeah. ESPN 106.7. Trying to um, break down what we just saw. I mean, total bummer. Absolute total <laughs> bummer. I don't think there's any other way to, to put it. Got a few notes from people listening uh, coming back from Gainesville on the ESPN 106.7 app. So hopefully we will cut into some of that drive for yeah. you. I'm sure that's a, Call sure that's in. a tough one. Call in. Yeah. If you Make wanna, the drive go faster. Uh, absolutely. 334-321-1390. Let's talk about Alan Flanagan just for a second. Okay. Just for a second here. What does he need to do? Is he doing enough currently – um, in his role. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, as he came back from injury earlier this season, we asked the question, you know, what's his role going to be? And I still don't know if we fully know the answer to that, but he's playing, you know, over 20 minutes a game in his return. He's a starter. He's a very key piece of what they do defensively. Offensively, once again, there's a million questions about this Auburn offense um, that, you know, I, I just... I just don't really see the answers to it right now. And Allen's yeah. kind of one of the guys where, you know, he only shot it once today. He made it. And, you know, he had some turnovers. He had two turnovers. But um, is his role what it needs to be right now? That's a great question. That's a great question. His last game, last several games, he scored two points, two points. He did have the 16-point game, 6-8, He's just – he's struggling – I feel like he's struggling. His game is to drive downhill and and finish and shoot free throws. And I wonder if he has that burst. He he doesn't quite have that burst back yet. And yeah. It's sort of 
hinders his game a little bit. His hinders his offensive game a little bit. But you see, I think you see his burst defensively. Yeah, he's great. He's a great defender. Yeah. So we'll see. Three, three, four, three, two, one, thirteen, ninety. Matt from Sandrock, Alabama, is first Sand up Rock. today. Did I say that right, Matt? Is that Sandrock? <laughs> yeah, Sandrock. Okay. <laughs> All go. right. What'd you think of the game today, Matt? Well, uh, it was exciting. A uh, little, little disappointed, and and I'm 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 having one of those you know quick reaction kind of feelings right now, and I just needed to vent a little bit. Oh, so, go ahead, uh, vent you know, away, Matt. Vent I, away. I've already blew my lid, Matt. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I still love Auburn after this, so sure. no matter what. But right. uh, I, I, let me be the first one to say that this is it, this is the second game in which, at the end of regulation, we we had a chance to win. Uh, if if all we do is drive to the bucket and possibly hit the layup or draw a foul, uh, and twice now Wendell Green has has played somewhat uh, hero ball. And, and I like Wendell. Uh, I really do. He's a great player. He's a spark plug, and he can hit some shots that that you you know you're kind of scratching your head. Why are you taking that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but with with nine seconds left, uh, you, you can't hold the ball. You just take it and go. All you need to do. Yeah. So just take it and go and try to drive the you know draw the foul or, or find number ten you know somewhere on the floor. I think that was the problem. Him. Exactly. Uh, he he should have had about ten more shots in this game, in my opinion. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I just it, all you need is a two. So just take it and go and, and see what happens. Don't hold it and then wait for that that last second miraculous three. And that, that's just a little frustrating. Uh, you know, other than that, uh, of course, Florida, you know, forced us to play their game, uh, slowed it down, and 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 low scoring and, and all that crappy stuff we don't like to see as Auburn fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, that's that's just my only issue. If Bruce can get that straightened out and, and just tell Wendell, say, hey, you don't have to be the hero. We've got teams, you know, uh, teammates around us. We we can dish to other players and, and, and make buckets that way. So, other than that, I mean, yeah, I feel good about this team. I think they, they're they still, you know, in a good place to, to make a good deep run in the tournament and, and you know, find what works. Jabari is, is he, he's, he's getting now uh, – I think we're going to see this offense run through him more, and it should have today. Uh, but but I, I still feel good, but that's just disappointing to see that right there at the end. No question, Matt. And we uh, we appreciate your thoughts, and I think we agree with everything you said, and we appreciate yep. your call today. Absolutely, Matt. Thanks. Hey, War Eagle, guys. War I appreciate Eagle. it. Hey, thank you so much, Matt. 334-321-1390 is how you can be a part of the show. Sandrock, Alabama. Never heard that one. I think it's close to Wetumpka, I think. You could tell me anywhere. I'd believe you. I don't know. So, uh, real quick, uh, the uh, Jabari Smith on the last play, the play was to get Wynn downhill. They covered it pretty well. well. Green intended to get it to Kessler, but it just didn't work out. So, maybe that that seems like it was the the play to get Wynn downhill and get to the basket, and they denied it or whatever, and he couldn't get it to where it needed to go from there so got it but he's still got to know like okay this play isn't working out i need to shoot it yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with you i'm with you um i'm sure the play design made sense you know i don't think anybody questioned that but when it doesn't work you've as the point guard you have to know what to do and it's nothing against like i think wendell's a good player and, and it just stinks that you know i mean it looks bad 
Yeah. You know, well, I, I think that's a, that's a tough way to go down. It looks bad because of the way the Arkansas game ended, the way Good the first half ended, and then the way this half ended. You do you do got to give him some credit, obviously, for the Georgia game, the the game winner against Georgia. So there was that, uh, and he, he where he just basically took off running and drove downhill and scored. Um, but yeah, I mean, you still got to have you still got to know. I feel like you got to have a heady dude in there, right? In, the, in those type of situations, and you got to be able to understand that if I don't, if the first option's not there, there's got to be somebody to. If he's driving downhill and, it, and the lane's clogged and, and the and the area's clogged, that means somebody's got to be open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That one guy is not getting in front of Wendell and denying him and, and keeping him from from getting to the basket. So if they had that whole thing cut off, that means that somebody was open and we couldn't find him. Uh, right. Yeah. No. And th- there will be articles, um, written about that play this week. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to reading them. But once again, like, that's not why Auburn lost. Like, we don't need to put all this on Wendell yeah. Green freezing up, no, you know, no, with, no, a, no. with a few seconds left. The issue is Auburn, Auburn, they couldn't get out of their own way. Yeah. With so many different things. And that involves, you know, Kessler putting himself in a situation where he has to play like he can't play aggressive down the stretch. I think it has to do with, you know, Wendell Green not being able to land a, you know, a 3 throughout the game or Katie Johnson's shots not falling unless he's, you know, 2 inches from the rim um, or you know, Dylan kind of, you know, not being able to decipher what all he needs to do under the rim defensively. I mean, there's a there's a lot of different things that happened. And that's, that's kind of what we've said all season because you could say a lot of those things in most games, even the wins, even the big wins throughout this year. And that's why, you know, Auburn folks, I think we're so excited about this team because it's like once they figure out all these little things, they could be so much better than they are. And we were saying this when they were the number one team in the country. Yep. It's just like there's still so much to improve on. That's why this team can win a championship. And none of that is changing. Yeah. They're not improving in these areas, I don't think. And as far as like shooting from three, uh, it's gotten worse. Worse. These last two games have been fine. But like as the whole like, you know, you look at the last ten, it's like it just hasn't been that good. Ha- but not real I mean, from a total percentage standpoint, you're right. But like other than Wendell, we hit one three and it was Kessler. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sorry, other than Jabari, we hit one three and it was Kessler. Wendell missed five threes. KD did not hit a three. I think we hit six on, or either five or six on the game, and five and ninety nine percent of them were Jabari. Does it matter where it comes from? I think so. Okay, I think so. I think those window. I think those uh, KD threes that those step back. Sometimes where you just have to have a basket where he would just dribble, dribble a few times, step back and hit a three in people's face. Like we needed, we need those. We need those Wendell Green. Uh, you know, one or two from a you know way way out there uh, to just uh, t- take over a game or put your foot on someone's throat, and uh, we don't we we're not getting them from anybody outside of Jabari right now. Right, Bruce Pearl said, "quote We're our best when everybody contributes, and we relied too much on Jabari tonight. We're best when everybody contributes, and that was not the case tonight." Mm. I mean, that's that's true. That is true. I also don't think it's – am I off on saying this? Go ahead. At this point in the season, like with – you are offensively what you are. Hit your wagon to Jabari and see where it takes you. 
Yeah, I mean, he took sixteen. He took sixteen shots, but it did not feel like he took sixteen shots. No, because they they all make. You, you never see him take a shot and be like, "That was dumb." Yeah. In fact, the ones that I do that, where he's like off balance and falling he backwards, makes it's them. like, "Oh, that went in." <laughs> yeah. So. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I just. That doesn't seem to me that that game right there to me did not seem like we were just saying Jabari win it for us. It was just we didn't we couldn't do what we wanted to do offensively because they frustrated our guards. And what happened? What's happened in our losses? Uh, it seems like when they when our guards get frustrated and shooting goes cold, we can't really create a lot. We can't really yeah. create a lot, and that to me is where. Uh, the weakness of this team is. Bruce Pearl also said, quote, I probably should have called timeout once I saw Florida back off. They kept everything in front. Um, then he said, if Walker Kessler gets a duck on that, um, you know, he looks like a genius, which would That's be true. true. That would be true. Um, but yes, so the storyline here is Wendell Green, Zepp Jasper, Alan Flanagan, and Katie Johnson. Those four guys were responsible for 19 points. That's mm. the difference. That's the wow. difference. Zach Blackerby, Kyle Rush here with you. This is After the Game on ESPN 106.7. The number to get on the show, 334-321-1390. Zach and Kyle here with you. Absolutely, absolutely. One thing we like to do always every single week is we always dive into plus minus. That's just one of the things that we do and we talk about. We look at the worst player uh, from a plus minus standpoint and the best. And Dylan Cardwell – was uh, minus 13, which means... In 14 minutes. In 14 minutes. So almost every minute he was on the court, we lost a point to to Florida. That's basically how that works. And uh, we were talking, and one of the things that Cardwell... He gets a lot of praise for only playing 10, 12 minutes a game and being the fourth best shot blocker, or second or third best shot blocker in the the conference. Yeah, sure. Uh, but one thing that, that we noticed is, or one thing that I noticed and we talked about it is he's a great defender, but he thinks way too much. He's thinking way too much. Mm-hmm. And when they can get him in a stressful situation, he's, he's less about reacting and more about what's my assignment. And it seems like they were really able to capitalize and get him uh, in those stressful situations where he had to make a decision. Do I – do I attack the ball or do I stick to to uh, Castleton? Yeah, so I think the most common thing for folks maybe not familiar with what you're saying, so he'll be guarding the other center, yeah, and a guard or some kind of wing attacks the basket, and he should come off of the guy he's defending to help, or at least wait till he is is airborne or the ball right. like make a play on the ball at some point in time and. Uh, he struggles with decision making there, uh, and that is that was a very uh, when he went in the game. That was something they really focused on. Let's let's attack Dylan and get him in a I got to make a decision scenario, and he chose wrong just about every single time. I mean, to go da- minus thirteen in fourteen minutes, that's tough. And I think that's the impact. That's impressive. Um, I'm not even mad. Sure. No, I, I think the impact that Castleton has on a game. I mean, that's part of it. And we've seen folks do that with Kessler, too, because he's such an important piece. You have to do, make sure you do everything you can to take him out of it. Um, because we've seen Cardwell be really good on the defensive side of the floor a lot this season. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, I mean, Does that still happen? Sure. But it, I, I think the fact that it happened as much as it did today is a little bit of an outlier. 
When would, you, would you agree with that? Yes, and, and and I think with it being such a predominantly half court de, uh, half court team, Florida is a slow half court offense where they can they can get the mismatches, they do the picks, they get the situations, and they they, they, they in other words, they're there's they're not a transitional basketball team. It is a let's get across half court, let's set up our offense and pick out who we're going to target, and they picked on Dylan Cardwell, and it really honestly. You could say that was the that was the difference. That was one of the differences in the game defensively because we played pretty good defense outside of that. Three three four three two one thirteen nine is how you can be a part of after the game. Let's go to Florida where Mitch is calling. Mitch, Mitch what uh, what did you think about that one? Ah, well, very disappointed, but uh, uh, and I think you guys kind of touched on it earlier, but. Uh, I was thinking, you know, after we got the steal and, and we took it out of bounds and we had 7.7 seconds or, you know, left in like three timeouts, yeah. maybe, you know, get it across midcourt, take another timeout and set up a play. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a basketball player. I'm only five foot six. I should have stuck <laughs> to wrestling and baseball. Um, <laughs> but I would have thought, you know, with that many timeouts, maybe, you know, get it across midcourt. You know, probably have about six seconds left and maybe dial up, you know, a play or something like that because it's like, I guess, like you guys said, they just, they just fell back and just, you know, wouldn't, you know, we couldn't do anything. And if we'd have gotten it, gotten the dunk, yeah, it would have been great and wonderful. But I thought maybe with all those timeouts left and that, you know, too much time because I, I didn't see it going into overtime where you need to save timeouts, which I don't, I don't understand though. Well, I don't know the rules when it comes to overtime and how many timeouts you get to keep, but sure. I would have thought maybe, you know, take you know take a timeout, get it across midcourt, take another timeout, settle everybody down, you know, and you know because you're on the road and everything, and instead of you know trying to do all that in seven point seven seconds, I mean that's just my thought. But like I said, I don't know anything about basketball. We played in the rec league. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Bruce's. You guys have thought. Yeah, Bruce's timeouts that he holds are are garnering interest right now. He's 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 put so many in the bank because uh, he he will not expend timeout. <laughs> he will. When's the last game we've used all of them that you can remember? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, that's always something that Auburn has approached differently. Yeah, he, it ha- seems he does. with like you know a team goes on an eight zero run and you're on the road and it's loud and you know you'll see people that Auburn hosts in Auburn Arena. If Auburn goes on a quick run and the crowd gets into it, they'll call a timeout to kind of you know douse the noise a little bit Bruce that does not appear to be his philosophy no um, I don't know if he kind of felt like things were going his way and he thinks that his team's better as the game kind of flows at making decisions and things I, I don't know I don't know the answer to that but he's won a lot of games at Auburn True. so like you know I'm I'm, it's I'm hard sl- to, I'm fall slow to too much, yeah, yeah I'm slow to question him you know just from his approach and philosophy to the game but in this isolated scenario yeah it's hard not to ask the question yeah, and I mean, uh, I had another question. But I think I forgot it. Uh, right. about, yeah, about the, about the time management and the and in the timeouts and everything. But yeah, I mean, it just seemed like. Oh, and I, I mean, I listened to, I synced up the TV with uh, uh, Andy and the coach, and yeah. I mean, it seemed like we were just getting mugged, you know, on our end of the court, and and nothing was called, and it's just, I mean, and 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 it seems like I, I know what I was going to say. It's like. They threw it up, 
It's like win against a top two basketball team in school history. It seems like Auburn is always on the wrong end of other <laughs> schools' first ever. I mean, yeah. in football, in basketball. I mean, I mean. Well, you know, Auburn finally won in gymnastics last night in Athens for only the second time. I mean, it's kind of like the streak against Alabama in gymnastics. So it just seems like you know we're always on the short end of somebody's miraculous accomplishment but that's all i got guys war eagle love you guys thanks buddy thanks yeah, mitch. we love you too mitch thanks it's you. funny he said that i was watching uh game day this morning and they did like the top five dunks in the year uh-huh and two of them were on us dang <laughs> so he's got a point that's a shame we may need to look into that was Devin's dunk on there no how no idea what it was not on there not not a dunk of Devin's was on there. That's ridiculous. And some of them were not even that good. The one from Wendell off the backboard to Devin against Georgia. like Or the half-court alley-oop. Or the one where he jumped from the free-throw line. Like There's several that you could pick from. <laughs> what? Yeah, not one of them. What a weird flex, but okay. That's fine. That's okay. Um, you want to talk about like the three position as a whole? Yeah, for sure. I mean, is it doing what it needs to do? Whether it's Allen or, or Devin, those are really the main two there. No, it's not. It's not. Um, there's a. Uh, I'm a, obviously I'm a big message board guy. There was a poster at the begin, very beginning of the year. They actually call you a message board legend. Some some have some some, you know, refer to me by that. But there was there's a guy. His name's uh, Bruce Bruce Ball twenty four. Okay. So shout out to Bruce Ball twenty four. And he said early in the season, I'm worried about the three position. The three position has me concerned. At the very early in the year, he was scoffed at. The, the the thread went multiple pages, and it I mean that especially offensively. Now defensively, I don't think they could. A lot of times they could play much better than they do between Allen and Devin, but they don't bring a lot to the table offensively. Uh, at least they haven't this this last stretch. Um, there's not many games where you feel like uh, they're gonna their guys are in there that can go get you a bucket, and I think. A stretch three that can shoot threes and drive to the basket and get get you know get buckets and get free throw get fouls and get free throws. We don't have that right now. We don't have that, and that is that is a big cog late in the shot clock. We don't have somebody that we can send. KD is the only guy that can break his defender down. Mm-hmm. It seems like, and he doesn't even play three, but he's 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 pretty much the only guy on the team. Jabari's not even that good of a ball handler and drive to the basket. We don't have that guy on the team, I feel like, right now. And that is that is crucial. And it almost seems like that role is being filled as far as like attacking the basket by K D. Yeah. He, when he's in that at the two. He he is. He's the only guy. Uh Wendell Wendell sometimes can and he and he's makes he's made some big baskets uh at the at the bucket you know this whole season, but he's he's small. He gets you know his his and, and incredibly streaky. Yeah, incredibly, incredibly streaky. streaky. Yeah, like he made a play today. That I mean, he had an and one today, um, where I thought we might take over the game. He got to the and made yeah. made the he right. made the bus made the basket, shot the free throw, uh, or he didn't or he didn't get fouled or something like. Anyway, he finished strong at the rim, and I thought maybe we would we would take over from there, but like it just it just didn't happen. Right. Uh. Yeah. The um. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. <laughs> we just got to shoot better from behind the arc. That's, that's what it's going to come down to. That's the key. I mean, because the defense is there. Um, gosh, I don't know, man. I, I mean, know. it's 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 that it really is that simple. You've got to figure out the three. The last seven, I think they said the last seven national championship teams have shot like over forty percent from three, and we're like mid to low thirties as a team, uh, which is just not going to. And really, that and that's brought up extremely high by Jabari, who shoots incredibly efficient from three. So mm-hmm. we just got we got to get better at we got to get better at figuring out ways to get Jabari good looks. Maybe that's what Bruce meant. Maybe that's what Bruce meant by depending on Jabari. Like, how many plays do we run where it seems like Jabari's got a wide open look? I feel like everything he makes is he's he creates it. He yeah. he gets the ball. He sees an opening. He creates the shot. It's not a lot of screens, movement, uh, passing uh, around the horn to get him an open look. It's a lot of hey Jabari, here's the ball. Get a bucket. Maybe that's what Bruce. Is mean yeah. by we're depending on him too much. We're not we're not doing the things without the ball to be able to move and get Jabari in places where he can, you know, take advantage. I mean, if if you could get Jabari right around the free throw line, get it to him in the middle, he'd make every one of them. Right. He'd shoot eighty five percent. Here's my thing. Hit it. The food at Baumhauer's Victory Grill, second to none. Second to none. See best place to eat. It's best place to watch any kind of sporting event, especially Auburn basketball. And if you're not uh, if you're not going there at least once a week, I don't know what you're doing with yourself. I don't know. I do it. You go there like three times a week. I go at least once every Tuesday for kids' night. Right. Face right. painting, balloon animals, kids eat free. Love. I mean, the amount of quality items on their vast, dynamic menu. Yeah. You can't beat it. It's a new restaurant every time you go. Yeah. Like one day you're like, hey, I want to get pizza. Next day, hey, I want a burger. Hey, right. Next day, let's get some let's get some seafood. Their seafood's amazing. Fresh, right. fresh Alabama Gulf shrimp. I mean. Awesome seafood. Yep. You want a pot roast? Whatever you want, they got it. I put in a bowl and pour cheese on it. It's delicious. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, be sure to check out our friends at Baumhauer's Victory Grill on um, on the Bent Creek exit. All right, we will uh, kind of wrap things up with our final thoughts next right here on After the Game. All right, final few minutes. There's one thing I want to discuss just briefly. Let's do it. This may get me in trouble. Oh, boy. It may get me in trouble. Um. We are both very pro Auburn, so I'm going to put that out there. Pro Auburn, but one thing I just want to ask the question on: We've been talking about how deep this team is. Yes, and I believe it. I mean, there, you got ten guys that play on a regular basis. Right, nine played significant minutes today. Totally right. But one thing, the person calling, I'll get to in a second. We're we're short staffed today. The but the whole um, the whole thing about the depth is like when one person, in this case, it was Zepp and Kessler. Or even like when Zepp was out for a few games when it, you know, when he had that illness. Whenever somebody is not in and not available, it really seems like things fall apart pretty quickly. Oh yeah, totally, totally. And so it's like, is it depth? Or do we just have a lot of different dudes that have different roles? Right. And, and that normally works when we're not getting in foul trouble. We're not getting in foul trouble, and we can sub guys in for those specific roles, a specific period of time. But really, if they get to where they have to play more than you know, fourteen, fifteen minutes, that's when we really okay. that that's when we can really struggle. Like uh, for example, Cambridge typically plays about twelve minutes. He played nineteen, and uh, he had nineteen minutes today. Uh, we. 
that that's just not a good formula for success. We need the we need the depth, but we don't need it to co- we don't need guys to coming off the bench and having to play more than you know 10, 12 minutes uh, because you see you get a you get a Dylan Cardwell situation where he they they can pick on him when he's in there. They can they know his weaknesses. They can pick on him when he's in there and take advantage and exploit Auburn for uh, you know that fourteen minutes. Just take a thirteen point lead in those fourteen minutes that Dylan's in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent. Right, but I mean, still, just you look at this game. <laughs> if you just look at the stats, it doesn't look like Auburn should have lost. Florida shot thirty seven percent. For context, Auburn shot 40. Neither of those are great, but the fact that Florida won uh, by shooting 37% is crazy. And Auburn out-rebounded them. Yeah. I mean, and Florida only shot it two more times than Auburn. Just a weird game. Really weird, um, really weird stat breakdown when you look at it. But yep. Is it fluky? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know the answer to that. But It's making me nervous. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie. so four games left before postseason action happens. Yes, Auburn hosts Old Miss, a team that has given them trouble. Fits, little fits defensively. Yeah, Old Miss is not a good team this year. Not very good. Um, Auburn kind of showed that when they went to Oxford earlier this season and won. Yeah, they're thirteen and fourteen, and their conference record is not is is very. They're not even close to being a tournament team. Um, we should be a ten point favorite at at the minimum okay. um, in that game. Yeah, the fact that it's a home. So Wednesday night at 7.30, so that's that, – you know, I, I think that one's okay. I'll be there. Yeah, that's that's a flex. Next Saturday – I'm 2-0 and so far. Really? You need to go to Knoxville on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Ditch this show next Saturday and go to Knoxville then. Take that luck up there. But, you got it. Um, okay, so I guess this is at 3 o'clock next week. Yep. Um, that's – if Auburn wins that, they win the SEC. Yeah. You win that, you I should. Think. You should win the SEC outright. Mm-hmm. You should. Yeah, unless you know something weird happens and you know Kentucky doesn't lose again. Uh, Mississippi State, you go to Starkville the following Wednesday, and then you wrap things up at home, the South Carolina. So, uh, I think three of these are incredibly winnable. Yes, two of them. You know, I think Mississippi State is an, a, a toss up just because we don't know what this team does on the road, but. I mean, at at Tennessee a week from today, that's that's the big one. That's what it's going to come down to. You split those. You split those. If you split uh, the Tennessee and the Mississippi State game, you should win a share. That should guarantee you a share. Kentucky still has to play at Arkansas, and uh, we really need Arkansas to pull off. Uh, if Arkansas can hold on and pull it off against Tennessee, and uh, Arkansas can beat, basically, I, I looked at it. If Arkansas could win all their home games. The rest of the year, then uh, and we split one of these two games. We yep. should uh, we sh- split one of these two games. We should win outright, at least a share, but possibly outright. Right, right. So, so that's very doable. And and look, look, we're, we're there's a lot of emotion right now. We're, we were very we we're very down. I mean, you're like you're like crying. I am like my breaks. heart's still beating real fast. But at the end of the day, Auburn has two conference losses by three points, both on the road. One of them in overtime and. Both of them, they had a possession to win the game uh, in both of them in regulation. So yeah. it's not like we're just getting blown out. We're, and I mean, that last, I mean, that last, uh, that last couple, that sequence, last two minutes 
we went from a five point we five points down, I think twice. We were down five, I think twice, and we had several turnovers, key yeah. turnovers, played good defense and, and gave ourselves opportunities. Like you gotta be able to do that in tournament games. You're right. You gotta be able to do that. So that is definitely something uh, to look forward to. That's definitely something to build off of. We just gotta figure out the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we gotta get the guards, gotta get back on track and scoring the basketball. Right. Unrelated, Auburn baseball is up one nothing in the bottom of the second against a very good Texas Tech team. They are ranked, um, so there you go. Uh, yeah, all right, there you go. So there, that's cool. Um, how can folks find you? Yeah. On the social medias. Just follow me on Twitter, the underscore Charlie underscore five. Get on and tell me I'm overreacting. Just tell me I tell me to calm down and stop or, overreacting. Or just tell him how brilliant he is and handsome. Maybe. I'll take I'll take all of those. Yeah. Any all kind of both. compliment. Yeah. yeah. Disparaging remarks too. I like those. Whatever. Whatever. Just, just engagement is really all we want. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yep. I'm on Twitter at Z Blackerby, and uh, you can check out my podcast and YouTube stuff uh, every day. Locked on Auburn, just search that. Uh, would really appreciate it. Then also all of uh, all of my written work is at auburndaily.com. That is Sports Illustrated's Auburn coverage right there. We'll be back next Saturday to recap a very important game between Jeez. the Auburn Tigers and the Tennessee Vols. This has been After the Game, Basketball and ESPN 167, presented by Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.